0: the 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 folks of this peric are the forbidden things which one may not do within his own property because of the damage which it might cause in somebody else's property. And the mission tells us that it is forbidden for somebody to open a shop of bakers, meaning a bakery, or a shop of dyers, where he would boil up and heat dye, underneath the storehouse of somebody else, meaning there is, let's say, a building with two different stories, and the person who owns the higher story of the building keeps his produce in the building in the higher story. It is forbidden for the owner of the lower story, the ground floor, to have a bakery there or to have a dyer's shop over there, because the heat of the ovens, or that which he is boiling, the dyes... That damages the produce which is in the upper floor. And on a similar note, Vlajko has Bokar. It is also forbidden for him to turn the ground floor into a pen for animals, where he would keep animals there because the manure has a very strong smell, and that smell can also cause damage to the produce in the upper story. Now, the Mishnah adds, but Ms. In truth, when the Mishnah says that, that means it's about to say a very clear undisputed halacha by Yain regarding wine, meaning if the thing which is in the upper story is wine, then Hetiru, they permitted one to open a bakery or a dyer's shop in the ground floor, because that heat does not damage the wine. It could even be that that heat would improve the wine. However, still, al his boca, is still forbidden to turn the ground floor into a pen for keeping animals, because the bad smell would affect the wine. In a negative way. Alright, now what happens if there are many people who share ownership of a courtyard? There are a number of houses which open up into that courtyard. And one member of the courtyard wants to open Chanus Shebachotzer. He wants to have a shop inside the courtyard. Another member of the courtyard is able to protest and to say to him, I'm not able to sleep from the noise which is being made by everybody coming in and going out. He's complaining that he doesn't want so many people to be coming in and out of the courtyard, which is a private property which he shares ownership in. And since the courtyard is mainly designated for the usage of the owners of the courtyard, but not necessarily to start bringing loads of other people into it, so that other members of the courtyard are able to stop this person from turning the courtyard into a shop. However, if all the person wants to do, this particular member of the courtyard, he wants to make the utensils inside the courtyard, he would need to go out and sell the utensils in the marketplace, as opposed to in the courtyard like we just explained. But the other members are not able to protest and say to him, I'm not able to sleep from the noise of the hammer as you are making the utensils inside the courtyard, or I can't sleep because of the noise of the millstone as you are grinding in the courtyard. He can't make this claim because here, the person who's doing this in the courtyard is not bringing other people into the courtyard. He's doing his own work inside the courtyard. That was one of the main purposes for which the courtyard was designated. People would do many of their daily activities or even for their work inside the courtyard. And so it's permitted, even if it does make a noise, for him to use the courtyard for making utensils. As long as when it comes to selling it, he goes out and does it elsewhere, and therefore the other members of the courtyard are not able to protest against him doing this. And the missioner adds another law, that although it's generally forbidden for a member of the courtyard to bring other people into the courtyard on a large scale, it is permitted for one purpose, and that is if he is teaching children Torah. He opens a classroom as it were for teaching Torah. that he is allowed to do and the other members are not able to protest that there is lots of noise being made by the children and this is something which the rabbonim said in order to increase the amount of learning of toyra which there would be mr Dalad, a wool, when it is relatively new It can often be a bit weaker and less firmly affixed into the ground than a wall which has been standing for a relatively long time. And one of the causes of this is that when people walk on the ground which is very close to the wall, that hardens the ground which would actually strengthen the wall. And because of that, it's going to be forbidden for somebody... Or well, let's see the Mishnah. If somebody had a wall close by to the wall belonging to somebody else... And the way we're going to understand is that you have Ruvin and Shimon. Ruvin has a wall going in one direction, let's say a north to south direction. That's Ruvin's wall. And Shimon already has a wall built at a right angle going from east to west next to Ruvin's wall. And Shimon now wants to build a second wall, which will be parallel to Ruven's wall, and it's going to be a third side. It will be at a right angle to his wall, and parallel to Reuven's wall. The mission says, He is not allowed to build a wall next to it, even if it's in his own property. Elon can hear Ara Amis unless he distanced that wall away from Reuven's wall by four Amis. There has to be at least four Amis between those two walls which are parallel to each other, because otherwise people won't be able to really walk very easily between those two walls. And the Mishnah is discussing a case where Reuven's wall is quite a new wall and therefore benefits a lot from people walking next to it and strengthening the ground and thereby strengthening the wall as the ground becomes harder. All right, now the next part of the Mishnah discusses v'achaloynois windows. If somebody is, for example, building a wall very close by to somebody else's house, and that house has windows, and by building this wall, if he were to now stand on the wall, he would be able to see through the window of his neighbor's house, and that would disturb his privacy. So the Mish says that one needs to build the wall in such a way that milamalon, from above, um or from below, umekenegdon or opposite or and opposite, ibama's It needs to be 4 amas, meaning, either he needs to make the wall tall enough that the top of the wall is at least 4 amas above the window, and that way if somebody stands on top of the wall, they won't be able to see into the window, through the window into the house. Alternatively, he needs to make the wall short enough that the top of the wall is at least 4 amas below the window, and again he won't be able to see through the window. And in any case, he needs to make his wall at least four amas away from the other person's wall so that he doesn't block the light from going through the window. This is not a matter of privacy, but other type of damage that he's stopping the light getting through into the other person's house. And this would at least apply to a wall which is taller than where the window reaches. One needs to distance a ladder from a Bird hut which was sort of a very tall pole, and at the top of the pole there would be a sort of cot where doves or other other birds would be inside there. And in order for the owner to reach the top and to deal with things at the top, he would use a ladder. So the minister says one is not allowed to put a ladder near somebody else's bird hat, which is Aramis, at least within four amas of the other person's bird hat. They should take away its name, so that a name, which is some sort of bird, some sort of animal, which is a predator of birds, it eats up birds like doves. And if you, if you put a ladder near to the bird heart, then this animal, the name, could jump and use the ladder in order to reach the doves. And therefore, you cannot put this ladder near to the bird heart because you would be causing da- damage to the birds which belong to this neighbour. And if you are building a wall, you would need to make sure that it is at least four amas away from somebody else's gutter. So that the other person is able to stand up a ladder in order to reach his gutter. He needs some space. If you build a wall right next to it, so you won't be able to slant the ladder in order to get up there and deal with things in the gutter. Now, this is a little bit difficult to understand. We're talking about putting a... Wool within his own property? Are you going to tell me that it's forbidden to do so in order to allow the other person to put his ladder in my property? Why should he have the right to do so? And so the Gemara explains, or the Mephorishman explains, that we're talking about a case where they had an agreement between each other that the owner of the gutter did have permission to put his ladder in my property. He had the right to that space within my property that is why it would be forbidden for me to stop him being able to use my property to set up his ladder to go to his gatha. Now the mission goes into some detail of laws regarding bird huts. And the mission says, One needs to distance a bird hut, at least 50 amas, from the city where there is food belonging to other people. Perhaps produce laid out in the fields, or whatever it may be, because birds tend to eat when they see food. And they generally travel a distance of 50 amos maximum in order to get the food. They don't need to travel further. And so you need to make sure that this bird hut is not within 50 amas of other people's produce and food from which the birds are going to eat. And you would be responsible for that. And one is not able to make a bird hut within his own property. Unless he has a distance of 50 amas in every direction, which was still within his property. Because otherwise, again, you would be responsible for what the bird was, will end up eating within 50 amas outside of your property. Now, the size of your property needs to be at least four base car. And that's all together, which basically means the distance of a base car in every direction of one base car. So it's four together because of the four directions. But there needs to be the distance of a base car which is more than five times the distance which the Tanakama holds of. And his reason is that it's M'loi Shege That is the amount of a dove's single flight. That's the amount that a dove would fly in one go without landing anywhere. And you need to be concerned and responsible for that which is going to eat within one single flight. Now, this all having been said, the Mishnah does add that if Imla Kochai, if somebody buys a piece of property... And within that piece of property, there is a bird hut. But this property is very small. And in general, you wouldn't have been able, had you bought that property without a bird hut, you wouldn't be able to build a bird hut there. Because it is within 50 amas of other people's produce. Says the Mishnah, since you bought it and it was already like that, a field-based even if the field, or the piece of property where the bird hut is, is only the size of a base river, which is a very small area, nevertheless, there is a chazok over here, which means that it can be presumed that there is permission for the bird hut to be there. It's been there for a long time already, as we're going to see in the next paragraph, more details about this, that once something is in a piece of property for a long time, even if, technically speaking, you shouldn't be able to put it there in the first place, we assume there is permission for it to be there if it has indeed been there for an extended period of time. Mishtavov, since we're on the topic of doves and bird huts, the Mishnah says, amor, a young dove which is found within 50 amos of another bird heart, that is considered to belong to the owner of that bird hut. We're talking about a case where there is only one bird hut within 50 amos of this young dove, and the young dove is not yet able to fly, and therefore it is assumed that it arrived from the nearest bird hut. However, if the nearest bird hut is further away than 50 amos away from this dove, since the dove can't fly yet, and in general it's able to find food within a distance of 50 amos, we assume that it wouldn't travel more than 50 amos, and therefore we assume that it didn't come from the bird hut, but rather that somebody must have brought it there and dropped it by mistake. So it's considered to be a lost item. And the owner is, cons- is assumed to have given up hope of getting it back. And therefore, how shall it will belong to whoever finds it. Now, what happens if, if it is found between two different bird hearts and it's within 50 Amos of both of them? So the person who finds it can't keep it. The question is, the owner of which bird heart can keep it? So the Mishnah says, quite simply, If it is nearer to one bird heart, then we assume it belongs to the owner of that bird heart. And if it's nearer to the other one, then it belongs to the owner of the other one. If it is halfway between them, so then they should both split the doves, or the dove which is found in between them, because there's no reason that it, to assume that it belongs to one more than the other. It should be noted that all of this is in a case where both bird hats have the same number of birds housed in each one. But if you have one bird hut which has 10 doves inside, and the other one only has one or two, so now it's much more likely that it came from the bird hut which has more birds. But the mission is talking about a case where each bird hut would have the same amount of birds, and therefore we go according to the nearest one.